0: Welcome back to another episode of Spoiler Alert by Fanservice Apparel. I'm Janae.
1: And I'm Nick. And, and- this is episode 23.
0: Yes, season 2, episode three, 3, I do believe, right? Yes. So, super exciting. Um... If you guys are joining us today on YouTube, then you get to see our lovely faces. Hello, I'm giving you a wave. Um, Otherwise, you might just be listening in from anywhere else, which is great, but wherever you choose to, (laughs) hello, we're giving the microphone a wave. Uh, Or if you choose to listen, don't forget to subscribe. That way you know every time a new episode drops. So, today we are gonna be talking about love and thunder, the gray man, And
1: if we have time,
0: more stuff, I don't know, Um, but let's just jump right in because I really want to talk about Love and Thunder. Yeah. So we saw it in theaters, I think the day after it came out. So pretty, pretty soon like that. Yeah. um, We made our way to go see it. And um, man, there's, I feel like there's so much to go over with this, the good and the bad and the hilarious i think um do you feel
1: that it was too silly nope because that's kind of the overall sentiment online is that it's a little too silly listen
0: okay i wanted i wanted humor i wanted fun i wanted taika waititi i wanted that i wanted like ragnarok a good time something to laugh about But we also got very serious because, Mm. you know, uh, Christian Bale made for one scary villain. Like, he really creeped me out. Yeah. He really creeped me out. It was partially his acting, partially the makeup and costume. I mean, really, he was, he was frightening. Do you
1: think that because it was overly silly, it was harder for the, not the scary moments, but for the... Moments with Jane Foster and her cancer to land because the rest of the movie was not. I didn't feel that way. Okay, I didn't. Because I like. I mean, I like Thor Ragnarok. I thought was like a movie that could have taken itself more seriously, but didn't. Mm. And that's I I liked that there Mm -hmm. was a balance. This felt like a silly movie that had some kind of serious beats thrown in Mm. and. To me, I kind of think of it like Dirty Rock and Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Thirty
1: Rock was amazing Tina Fey, but there was a balance where she had to really answer to the network. And I think in those obstacles, we got something really, really good. And that mm-hmm. show is still... One of the best shows ever. One of the best. And then Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, I think she had, was riding high off that notoriety. And they said, do whatever you want. And without anything in check, it was like, just like her stream, not stream of conscious, but like her unbridled kind of humor. And it was good... But it just didn't hit the same.
0: I get you. I and get that you. show
1: kind of just faded off, and it doesn't really have the same following, and it's not turning into another 30 Rock, which I was really hoping it would.
0: I don't And I feel think... the same
1: way. Where people still talk about Ragnarok. Rock, sure. Like, oh, that movie, that movie. I don't think this movie's going to have the same, like, oh, that movie kind of... Well,
0: it does to me. I And I I understand if that's not how everybody feels, but I am genuinely... A fan. I liked Love and Thunder more than I liked Multiverse of Madness. Um, which I don't think we've talked about. But Multiverse of Madness, I don't know. if it, uh, I don't know about it. Yeah. Uh,
1: you know, honestly, it's... And there. I
0: love Doctor Strange. And I yeah. love Scarlet Witch. And...
1: <laughs> you know what it is? It's, is it that, like, millennial fatigue after Endgame? Where, like, everything was... The stakes could not have been higher. So now everything is, like...
0: But see, I we're guess, not getting that with not... the shows. The shows, I feel, are still really captivating for me. Because I think the shows dive into,
1: like... I don't want to say, like, a more, like... It's just normal, maybe a
0: better format for less high of stakes.
1: It's I think it's just... It's a gen... like Again, there's, like, a millennial fatigue on this, like, high stakes, high action with Marvel. So the next yeah. iteration that I think is, feels fresh to us mm-hmm. is the shows where we're diving into... Character development, or like in Loki, we're really kind of diving into a whole different direction that has really nothing to do with like high action, yeah. Um, and then the movies still kind of follow that formula. And you know, Mm -hmm. maybe to somebody who's younger, that isn't still fresh, but to me, it's
0: I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't regret going to see it. It wasn't like I was sitting in the movie, like wow, this is a bad movie, but I enjoyed my movie going experience when I saw Multiverse of Madness I mm-hmm. just feel like if I were to rank all the Marvel movies from mm-hmm. the most I like it to the least I like it yeah. it's gonna trend toward the bottom yeah. of my list this um, is gonna
1: sound pedantic but I need to turn off our drink fridge because it's loud
0: <laughs> it is making a buzzing sound thanks sorry about that um, I don't even know if it picked it up or not but now we can be certain that it, uh, it won't be yeah but anyway, back okay. to the matter at hand, Love and Thunder. Yeah. I really did enjoy it. I laughed so much, and I'm glad, I, because I wanted to. Like, I went in expecting it, because I saw the trailer, yeah. I knew the director, I knew it was going to be a fun romp, like I just expected some good chuckle moments, and we definitely got those. Um, I do feel weird that the Guardians were not in it so much. They were there in the first five minutes of the and movie, we... and then...
1: Yeah. And they didn't come back. It felt... And that
0: was a bummer because I thought we were going to get, like, this dynamic of Thor and the Guardians. And didn't
1: that scene, that whole interaction, just felt... I mean, I get it. It was not... It was supposed to be kind of showing us, like, the world that he's living in now. Mm-hmm. Leading into kind of, like, the story that we were going to see. But it just felt so, like, quick. And so, like, we didn't really get to let any of the moments land. And the stuff between Peter Quill and him were just felt... So quick and forced that nothing got to really, like, land. So the moment where you got to the thing where he's like, you can have my ship. And he's, like, doing the thing with the lean like they had in the trailer. Mm -hmm. That felt like it was, like, we just came off of, like, way too many jokes. Way too many things all at once. And it wasn't, like... Yeah,
0: the opening fight scene was was silly, silly, silly. Like, it really was. You know, like, he had the, the splits with the two motorbike air things. And he was, you know... All of it. Right, I I, I loved we, it. I loved it. I loved it,
1: but I don't think we needed the guardians in that.
0: You're, I. That's that's the point. Like, yes. Like, I know that it makes sense for the part where he's narrating in the beginning, and he's like, you know, I just wait for someone to t- Or no, he's not narrating. Um, what's his name he's narrating. Korg is uh, narrating. Yes, and then that Thor is just waiting for someone to tell them, like, come help us now, and that ties into the whole being a god. That's what gods do. They wait. Until they're called upon for help, or some of them, I guess, do nothing at that point. As we learn, um, but it's setting him apart as a god who actually does help when help is needed. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did need somebody to call. It could have just been those funny little dudes that shuffled and had the fancy building that he completely destroyed. Um, that scene would have played out you know, identical. They, yeah, and the so I right do. There. I was like, I was expecting them to come back at some point, and they never did. And I thought that was kind of weird. Um, I am so excited for what we now probably know about Hercules. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we know that a live-action Hercules is coming and that Roy Kent, that's not his real name, that's his name in Ted Lasso, but Roy Kent, as I will now call him forever, is going to be playing Hercules. That is super exciting, but we all just thought it was going to be like the other Disney live-action remakes, um, like Mulan and like Lion King, even though that was actually still animated, not live-action. There were no real animals. Whatever, you get the point. Um, we thought it was going to be like that, yeah, and it's but wasn't. now we're like, wait a minute, is Blast this twist. Marvel Hercules? Is this That's cool. gonna be like, are we gonna get more of Russell Crow Zeus in it? Because I hope if so. so Sign me up. I'm on board. That is so, so, so funny. Greek was so funny. Oh my gosh.
1: I, I remember when we were watching it, I was like, oh, of course he's Greek. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yeah, of, of course. Of course he's Greek. <laughs> and his little curly hair, <laughs> like just like the statues. Oh my gosh. I thought that was just so much fun. And, you know, the, here's the other thing, though. That scene in the Temple of the Gods... Um, there were some great moments. I loved seeing, um, the little, um, God, of dumplings. God of dumplings and the weird guy with the little feet. I don't know. He's probably supposed to be someone from folklore, maybe like Norse or something. Is he like
1: the troll, like the little Norse trolls?
0: He looked like a little troll guy. Yeah. there. I'm I'm sure there were so many things oh, in yeah. there, you know, um, the Eternals were like the Celestials, oh, were. right? Were somewhere in yeah, there. Yeah. Not
1: the Eternals. Those are the ones Not the Eternals, the, the Celestials. Celestials. Yes, yes, yes. Right. Yes, yes,
0: um, yes. All these, you know, all these things were so much fun. But we have a villain called the God Butcher. Mm-hmm. And we have a scene where all of the gods are together. And I was waiting for this big fight scene moment where he shows mm-hmm. up and he's just like with the, whatever the sword's called. The like, Necrosword. The Necrosword being like, ah, you know. And there's a frenzy and there's powers and there's who knows what going on. Um, And that didn't happen. And that's fine. Um, The scene was still great. We got what we needed. It had a great ending when they, you know, take the lightning bolt Bolt. and they piece on out of there with the crazy goats. (laughs) Um, But like, you know, it was a little unexpected. I I thought there was a setup there. The fact that it didn't happen in that way, not a bad thing. Just not what I expected to happen. Yeah um but yeah I
1: you know what I guess at the, the one of the, the gripes I had is that it felt like in the first 20 minutes of the movie we had way too many scenes that felt like they were Thor and one other character scenes and then for some reason Korg is in the scene as well and Korg is kind of like this comedic third person yeah and there were a lot of scenes. It's like
0: Valkyrie and There was like Thor. Yeah,
1: especially there were scenes at the beginning that were like Valkyrie and Thor are talking. Uh-huh. And then Korg is just kind of there. And the conversation is really just be between comedic. the two of them. And then they're talking and then Korg will say something, and then they're talking. And then, and I'm like, if you had removed him, like mm-hmm. this scene would have played out identical. Mm-hmm. But you wanted that 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 third person there. Like we just kind of got it's always better to not have enough and really want more of that comedic character like we did in Ragnarok where mm-hmm. you wanted more Korg, but it was right the amount that it was. Mm-hmm. And then you got too much Korg and you're like, this is not the Korg movie. This is like, you know, uh, that was my I big like thing. Korg. I like him too, but I, l- I like to keep and he wanting... And got
0: a very happy ending. I did, but <laughs> yes, we <he> I did. <laughs>
1: But I wanted to want more Korg, you know? I think yeah. that's part of why you liked him in, the, in Ragnarok, because you just got peppers of him, and he dropped in to kind of help. It, 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 they were in a very different space. Thor had nobody mm-hmm. when he was in um, Nowhere. Mm-hmm. No, not Nowhere. That's not it. Nowhere was the head of the Celestial oh. um, uh... when he was in... um. Ragnarok? No, no, no. Ragnarok is like the rebirth or the death of, like, uh, of. Um...
0: This is how you guys can tell that we don't prep for this ahead of time. No. <laughs> because we forget um, what things are called and if we had written uh, out a script.
1: Elsewhere? No.
0: Elsewhere? Nowhere? Elsewhere? Somewhere. Somewhere.
1: Oh, my God. Wherever he is with Jeff Goldblum. Yes. Yes, okay. Okay,
0: that one. That that one. Right. Okay. And?
1: Oh, he was just alone there. So, like, (laughs) it worked that he had, like, a friend, and it was, like... Right. He was kind of vocalizing a lot of stuff that Thor was thinking, and, Mm -hmm. like, the character worked there, but here, again, I just, it was, I was off-put by the number of scenes in the first 20 minutes that... Felt like two people scenes and had a third person in them. That's, that's my notes on that you. one.
0: I loved New Asgard. I loved everything about New Asgard. The yes. tours and the...
1: Did you hear um, that the there's a rumor that Infinity Cones is going to be added to Avengers Campus?
0: Ooh, I hope so. That was great. That was a great little... Yeah, nightmare. although some
1: people online have been saying, like, that... The Infinity Stones and the Gauntlet like represent such a terrible part of human history <laughs> that it feels kind of weird to be <laughs> reducing it down to an ice cream shop. It's like I
0: think it would happen in real life though. I really do. The way sometimes people do these things, I don't know. I I hear you, but yeah, it's still fun. It's um, and Valkyrie, King Valkyrie, amazing, amazing, amazing. Tessa Thompson, she's awesome. And I just love her, like, her character throughout and just kind of this attitude she has where she's trying to take care of her people, mm-hmm. and she's also a no-nonsense person, and she's eager for a fight, but, like, she also just doesn't want to deal with cleaning up the mess, you know? She just mm-hmm. has this... She, it's a great character. It's just it's a really a great, great character. character. Yeah. Um, and so I love that. And I really liked Jane as Thor. Um I I thought it was cool, but I kind of, like, I'm kind of sad that, uh, I mean, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, I'm surprised you're still listening at this point, but (laughs) I'm sad she, she died. But she's
1: gonna, but she ended up in Valhalla at the end. Yes. And there's a rumor that, that, you know, um either people can go to Valhalla to like talk to spirits or the spirits can like mm-hmm. come down to like
0: like a force ghost kind of like a
1: force ghost but there's rumors that like that's Tony Stark is there as well and we might get him somehow
0: What about Loki? Would Loki Every yeah every yeah.
1: like there's because we don't know who else is there but now right. that she kind of rematerialized there there's, like, this thought that maybe we're getting some kind, kind of, of, like... Kind of
0: Valhalla kind of thing. Or, like, maybe, like, um... Maybe.
1: Uh, the, again, we don't rehearse. I just, I felt the, that
0: uh, that she deserved, like, a whole series as Thor, not just, like, a plot that lasted, what, two days? Yeah. As Thor.
1: You know what would have really cool? I would have watched a Disney Plus show um with Valkyrie just like doing the goings on of new Asgard. Yeah. And it would have been like that would be and fun. She was, like the mayor. So it She's would... the king. Oh yeah, she's the she's king. She's the king. Uh I would have watched it as like a Parks and Rec. <laughs> 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 yeah. Type of thing. Oh
0: my gosh, please That's, someone get this get like, this to Disney Plus, like okay? Like in the vein of like Make the it happen.
1: the Comic-Con like bonus videos yeah, of yeah, Thor yeah, yeah, yeah. when he was like yes. hanging out with that with his, right, with his roommate, right, 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 like that because that would be really funny. There was a lot so you funny. could unpack with like the theater troupe.
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> Matt the, Damon. <laughs> with
1: Matt Damon, where they're trying to like make a play of the oh, thing that's going my on gosh, right that now. That was so funny. But it's it's a big tourist attraction, so yeah. just like you know, they tried they tried with Mr. Mayor. Where it's like Parks and Rec, but in a bigger city that has, you know, like LA, where you're getting a lot of very Mm -hmm. different cultures and a lot of tourism. I think that'd be funny. New Asgard. I'm gonna start writing fan fiction of that.
0: Please, please and thank you. Um, all in favor of that. And
1: get somebody on. Upward give this a like or a and comment put it on webtoons and bing, I mean, boom. there
0: might be like a copyright issue with putting it on webtoon no, but no it'll be called
1: it won't be new Asgard it'll be new new Asgard
0: <laughs> <laughs> any relation to any other character? yeah and it won't be Valkyrie
1: is... it'll be horse lady horse lady flying horse lady <laughs>
0: Yeah, sounds yeah, great. Yeah, great I think there should be no problem okay. with that anyways moving on moving, moving on, on. Um, overall I loved it the yeah. ending was beautiful I cried I literally cried mm-hmm. it just brought me to tears um, especially knowing that that's really his daughter
1: yeah
0: I love that I love that it's so sweet um, and so I give it an I give it an A give it I A? give it an A it's not an A plus yeah, but it's an it's an A. I'm
1: gonna give it a B minus.
0: Okay, so you're still passing it, but just like a little below. Just average. so you know, a
1: D is still passing Janae. I'm gonna like you're like you're in, still a, yeah. you're still passing it. There's a lot of levels below that still pass. Okay, uh, that's
0: yes, you're right. <laughs> I suppose you're like you're like one of us cared about grades in school. I'll let you know which one it was. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Um, just joking around, but. Anyway, I liked it. Yes. We Moving liked on. it. Moving on. So the gray man. let's talk about the gray man.
1: we just watched it this morning. We re- yeah.
0: we did just watch it. So it's, it's fresh in fresh our minds. our minds. And I loved
1: it. I I liked it. <laughs> I liked it. I'm wait, sorry. A wait, a wait, a oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a
0: minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait
1: a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I loved it. I I lo- I really liked it. I wouldn't I thought say it was love. awesome.
0: I would watch it again. Would I would you not, not watch it again. You would not. No. no. Really? There are very few
1: movies that I will give it like a like I love it, and those are the movies that like remind me why movies are worth. Like I would making. watch
0: this movie again tomorrow if a friend was like, "I haven't seen it yet," and I'd be like, "Let's watch it."
1: Oh no, I wouldn't do that. No.
0: Really? No, okay. It's not. It's not. So we've got different opinions. Near as good. Now I I will admit. I will admit that having um, Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling in this movie together, uh-huh. uh, that, that improves the score considerably. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're just, um, you know, they're very good actors. So, But it's true. They are very good actors, actually. And I thought that they did phenomenally in this film, yeah. both of them. Both of them really, really nailed it. No, it was
1: it. good. Um, I just the it, there were scenes that you could tell that the Russo brothers maybe got to to flex a little bit more of what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, the scenes that felt just a little bit more. I don't want to say cinematic, but that felt a little bit more. Yeah,
0: C- yeah, cinematic, a little more. I and mean, like, it's tough. With, it, I fun. feel like that's not quite
1: the right like, word because like it like the, all felt cinematic, but. There were moments that were a little bit...
0: If you're familiar with their style. ...different
1: than a traditional action movie. And to me, if the whole movie had been those kinds of beats, I would have said, like, oh, I'm all about this. Mm -hmm. I want to keep watching this. Because I know that they were trying... Like, Netflix has been trying to get another Stranger Things, you know? They're throwing a lot of money at a lot of different projects. And I know that internally, this one was trying to become like, their version of James Bond. They're I can born, absolutely see that. Yeah. Uh, they're, like, born identity. They're kind of, like, franchise mm-hmm. that is really actiony, y has mm-hmm. a lot of promotional tie-in, um, a lot of big names, and every single one's, like, a big epic adventure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You saw that, you know, a lot of parallels. There was a lot of product placement. There was a lot of, um, kind of, like, uh, what's it called? um like, uh, spoke, not spokesperson, but there was a lot of like, uh, promotions around products used in the show or in the movie that then were used in campaigns on the brand end. Like, for example, the, like the tag Heuer one with the watch, she's wearing it in the movie, mm-hmm. but then they had a whole ad campaign and landing pages on their site with a photo shoot with Ryan Gosling wearing the watch, mm-hmm. um, very much in the same vein as like Omega mm-hmm. with James Bond. Mm-hmm. Um, Audi's everybody was driving an Audi and almost all of them were auto- were electric. Sorry, the bad guys were driving uh, the bad guys were driving uh, G-Wagons, but that's, <laughs> that's I mean true. it's like every movie. <laughs> um, but anyways, very similar to how in Marvel movies, you know, they they were driving like the Audis at first and then I think they went yeah. to the Accurus with the ENSX. And then I think they went
0: back to Audis.
1: Or no, they went to... I think they went back to Acura. I know it
0: was Audi in Black Panther for sure, right? No. No? No, that was not an Audi.
1: That was a... I think that was a Lexus. Really? In Black Panther. The one that they're like doing the whole thing. It's like invisible and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah that was a Lexus. Oh, interesting. Um, but I think they did Acura. They went to Acura after. But they had Audi. So obviously they're doing the same like James Bond, Austin Martin thing. Right. Um... So I get it. They're, like, doing the playbook. They're doing, like, the James Bond-born identity kind of, And that's
0: what this is. So go into this expecting a really good spy movie. A a James Bond-esque Sky movie. I would say
1: it's, like, James Bond meets the born identity, kind of, where it's... it's, James Bond is a little bit more... He's, like, at least tries to be, like, a little more polished and put together. Mm -hmm. And he's very... He's kind of an ass, but you kind of, like, love that about Mm -hmm, his mm -hmm, character. mm -hmm. This is not necessarily that. You know, the Bourne, didn't that have, like, his own government is out to get him, but he's, like... I actually
0: never saw the Bourne movies. I think that's what that... Neither
1: did I. So,
0: the premise, if you're not familiar yet, um, and we're actually... We should maybe not try try to actually not spoil the Gray Man yet, just in case anybody hasn't seen it. But the idea is that he's a spy, and he has to basically turn himself into a ghost because there's corruption happening.
1: Well, no, he's not necessarily a spy.
0: He's an assassin. He's a, a spy. of a spy A, a spy. CIA. Like, he's in the CIA. He's
1: not in the CIA. That's the whole what?
0: point. What? He's not. Janae. <laughs> no, Janae. he was. They were the CIA.
1: Okay. Yes, but...
0: He's a CIA operative.
1: No, he's not. That's the whole point. Sierra was the code name for these people that were not CIA employees, but they were like they operated in a gray zone where they were like able to do the things that the CIA operatives are not able to do that's the whole that's why it's called the gray man <laughs> they said that in like the first 30 seconds of the movie where he's like so i'm going to be an agent <laughs> And he's like, no, you operate in a gray area.
0: I mean, I guess I heard Remember? that. You yeah. heard that? And then they were
1: like, he's part of Project Sierra. And then they're like, you're wrapped up in red tape and I'm not. So there's like government contractors yeah. like Chris Evans's character. Right. There's operatives like the woman, whose name I'm forgetting. Um, Fra- the woman
0: from Knives Out.
1: The woman from Knives Out. And then there's Ryan Gosling who is not a government contractor and not an agent. He's like part of like a off-the-books like group of assassins that they call in Mm. to do stuff off the record okay that's 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 where he lives so that's why it's not necessarily like 007 is like i thought he was
0: like in it but then out like on the run kind of thing
1: he is on the run because the guy at the cia that's basically like the new head the guy from bridgerton yes thinks this like kind of group of illegal gray area type of assassins is not a good thing to have that's that's essentially he doesn't want them and that's kind of what kicks it off is that we're getting rid of this like middle ground uh, or this like gray area of people that the the cia has at their disposal um where mi6 and james bond he's even though in some movies he's like goes like rogue you know for the most part he's like working on behalf of like the secret mm-hmm. part of like the British government mm-hmm. um, which is why it's a little more born ultimatum because it's the same thing where like he had to like turn on his government and then he's like on the run sure yeah kind of thing so yeah. it got you got you okay. but the Bourne I don't think ever went as far as James Bond did in trying to build such a large franchise and have such an intentionality to the promotional time and happening mm. during the filming. So that you could carry that over into kind of brand partnerships. Should I partnerships? watch
0: the Bourne movies? Is it worth watching I I at mean, this point? Maybe
1: I'm getting. I know from just like Wikipedia and watching that. What Bourne, are they like?
0: Fifteen years old now.
1: Oh, they're pretty old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, yeah, I'd watch them.
0: Okay, right. maybe, maybe. Maybe, maybe. Um, I liked it. I like spy movies. Um, I like. You know this kind of actiony uh, you know who's on the right side who's on the wrong side mm-hmm. you know kind of stuff yeah. um with some suspense moments and like great fight scenes and there are great great fight scenes that go on in this i mean really skilled like chore- mm-hmm. fight choreography happening and there's this plane crash scene that's like wild like you know a lot of movies have big plane crash scenes but i've never seen one done no. quite like this before but you could definitely content. tell, like, the
1: moments where the Russo brothers were like, no, this scene needs to be like this, so it feels a little bit more unique. And mm-hmm. then there's moments where maybe Netflix was like, no, this has to be kind of like, you know, this needs to get the attention of, like, middle America people, so it needs to be big and loud, so and you can't really... cast a wider net. You can't yeah. really go too high concept with this idea. And, you know, to me, that's what, like, knocks it down a couple pegs, because... It's, those things are like, wow, wild, epic, all this stuff. Yeah. To me, they don't have a lot of repeatability because it's so wild and crazy and it mm. stays in your mind. You kind of know how it goes. And when you, if you were to watch something with action and not feel excited, mm-hmm. then it's just a lot of quick cuts and a lot of people fighting and you're yeah. just kind of like, okay, okay. It's kind of like watching The Fast and the Furious if you're disinterested in the car chase. You're like... <laughs> Oh, they're jumping again. Oh, wow. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's how I felt. But I loved, like, the, the one where he's getting that guy that's in the house and it's being set to the music. Yeah. I was like, oh, this feels almost like Quentin Tarantino. Mm-hmm. Like, or like James Gunn-esque where we're setting something to music very intentionally. I loved that. Yes. The, if the whole movie yes. was that, it would have been very Oh, nice
0: and that that little girl from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood... Who plays the niece in this. Stunning, outstanding job. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, hope she wins an award. She did really well. Her part was not, like, that big, but... It was good. But she rocked it. She she rocked it, yeah. Yeah.
1: It was... I I liked Chris Evans' character. So good. So, like... So despicable. So despicable.
0: And so crazy. I,
1: I wanted... I wanted Ryan Gosling to be a little bit more... Like, with the one-liners? Mm-hmm. If he were just a little bit more, it would have given me a little bit like... Of like, like,
0: a little more attitude. Yeah. A li-
1: like, he had, like, a couple little, like, quips and yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. I would have maybe liked 25% more of the quips. I get Because at that. that point, it would have given me, like, Indiana Jones vibes. Some
0: better banter. Where he's,
1: like, in over his head, like, by the seat of his pants, but he kind of has, like, a well, here I am, kind of attitude, and that would have been, I think that would have made up a little bit for the action scenes if he was a little bit more rounded as a character, but Mm -hmm. he was still very, like, reserved Mm -hmm, and very mm -hmm. kind of stoic. Yeah. And I don't, I, I wanted more since there were so many other animated personalities like Chris Evans. Right. If he had been the bantery, if he was like Indiana Jones, it would have been, like, Banter one way, banter from the other way, and there would have been a lot of back and forth where we got little moments of that, mm-hmm. and I was like, ooh, maybe more of that. Yeah. Um, but
0: really, yeah, I didn't. Stuff. I didn't
1: like the acting of the Bridgerton guy. I'm just gonna say it. Maybe it's unpopular. I just we see him. You as, told
0: me that you were like, I'm not buying his character. I'm not buying it. I I felt differently than you did about that. I really did. I and got his have... deal. I. But then,
1: like, you know. in the be- so in, like, the beginning of the movie, he's like, i um, this and, like, blah, blah, blah. And then he's, like, in the bathroom and he's like, blah, blah, blah. And he's, like, losing his temper immediately. And then kind of in the middle of the movie, we're getting more of him, like, well, in Harvard and so-and-so. And he's, like, exactly. kind of more like this, like, put-together schmuck. And I would have liked it to be put-together schmuck slowly starts to lose his temper as things don't go his way i see
0: i i disagree with you while i understand exactly what you're saying i feel that he's supposed to be kind of a a power hungry spoiled brat he's climbed the ladder really quickly which we find out and he um he does lose his temper you when in the first scene you see him he gets mad he like throws his sandwich at the wall or something but then i and it's like
1: because kind of he's moves. kind
0: of throwing a little tam- temper tantrum because he's exactly,
1: like exactly but a spoiled brat but then that kind of goes away halfway through the movie and we get a different version of him and there's really I don't I don't really see a motivation why we would lose the temper tantrum since our first introduction to this character is somebody who is like snotty. throws tantrums when he doesn't get what he wants so we see that in the beginning in two different scenes and we think okay this guy likes to keep it together but he will lose his shit and then a couple scenes later something that is lose your shit worthy happens and he keeps it cool and then it's like okay what was the motivation here as opposed to here but if he had started cool and then degraded there would have been a motivation for it I also don't think his like outrage was really believable, which might have also been a, a like a knock against mm. him, where he's like, Oh, I want this, like I just didn't buy it. Really? Like I okay. really he like the tone seemed very like monotone, maybe. Was it like the first thing they shot or something where he was working out his character? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't I didn't buy that whole outrage. I didn't buy it okay. at all.
0: See, I, I I, get his character. I liked his character. I thought he did a good job at playing this, like I said, you know, power hungry, slimy kind of guy. And, you know, and then we have Chris Evans who, it's like they're all very, um, they're all motivated in different ways, but they're all trying to operate outside of the rules right so you get uh, can you tell me what his name is because it's going to drive me crazy the one, the person we're talking about the bridgerton guy yeah um or his character's name his character's name was denny denny Car- carmichael
1: Car- carmichael right okay so yes denny
0: carmichael is the one he's from harvard he's mm-hmm. in charge large and in charge and you get the sense that maybe he's got some kind of Uh, insecurity about that wanting to be power hungry and climb this ladder as fast Mm -hmm. as he can and he knows he doesn't really deserve this place so he's trying to he's trying to be a little intimidating right we see him do that with Mm -hmm. um, one of the characters in interrogation Um, but he's he's slimy and he's corrupt and that's not really spoiling because you figure that out pretty Mm -hmm. quickly Um, meanwhile you have Ryan Gosling who also operate outside oper, operating outside of the law the rules whatever mm-hmm. that's what he's called to do but he still has his own set of rules in his like moral compass right mm-hmm. he he's he's fine taking out the bad guys but he will not just take out people along the way and he will act in his own interest um, mm-hmm. chaotic neutral or mm-hmm. chaotic good maybe chaotic good chaotic good um, and but really, his motivations like he's a survivalist. And when you learn about his backstory, you really yeah. learn he is he is a chaotic good and he's a survivalist. Um, and then you get Chris Evans, who's just
1: I'd say he's chaotic, just chaotic neutral
0: chaotic chaotic evil
1: evil. You think so? Chaotic
0: evil. He's he is. They call him a sociopath. They do. He is a sociopath. He is. Evil. His goal is just to to kill, just kill people. Really, yeah. um, he's psychotic. He he enjoys torture. He's like he's just crazy. Like he's a scary guy, scary villain. But it's interesting because he also is a Harvard guy. So he tr- he he wears these polos and he wears mm-hmm. these nice things.
1: Sorry. What if you, if it, I just I just I remembered exactly like the the point and counterpoint I had on the Bridgerton guy. Oh. So he throws his coffee, and then he like hits the dryer in the bathroom mm-hmm. or something, and then we have that scene where he's like doing the like the debrief that's recording, and then he like pauses the recording and then plays the recording. And that is, like, smooth, evil villain, kind of like. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I just saw this guy, like, lose his crap over something that is, like... Wasn't going his way. Wasn't going his way. And now, he's, like... You're actually right about that. Like, the stakes, to me, seem lower trying to intimidate this girl. And
0: he was trying to even hit on her, and she turned him down. And, And like,
1: like... I th- why did not why didn't he lose his temper then You're
0: right actually that's a good point But he
1: was just like calm and cool the whole time and I'm like okay I would have loved it if either A he was cool until something like imposter syndrome made him start to lose his cool or or B he started way overly confident and then he started to realize how much over his head he was and you start to see this evolution of this character mm-hmm. devolve as this thing he's trying to do goes more and more sideways. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that was the jarring thing for me Mm -hmm. from the hitting the dryer in the bathroom to the interrogation just seemed like they should have been in a different order and were put kind of in a weird order. Yeah. That. yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think we're out of time. Okay. I, I felt like we have been chatting a while. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we have been chatting All a right. while. All right. <laughs> well, that's exciting. I think next time, unless um, we watch something super exciting that we have to share with you, I'm thinking next episode we might cover some of the things that um, were revealed at San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. Some of the things we're learning that are happening around Halloween we, time, such as Halloween Horror Nights, Disney Halloween stuff, D23 new shows. Expo. Oh, D23 Expo, new shows, yada, yada, new movies for Halloween time. Because it's coming. I saw Spirit Halloween sign hiring yesterday at an old Sears building. So we know it's coming. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so excited. Um, and then... Yeah, I would also... I said this two episodes ago now. I want to talk about Harry Potter, dang it. So maybe we'll also talk about that too. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Okay. All right. Thank you guys for joining us. Um, If you've watched Love and Thunder, you probably have. Mm -hmm. Let us know if you agree. And if you watch The Gray Man, or maybe you will watch it now because of our commentary here, Would love to hear your thoughts as well. Because clearly Nick and I have different opinions about both of these things. Which I didn't really realize until we started to dive in here. (laughs) But what do you guys think? Please weigh in. Let us know in the comments. Or um, feel free to DM us. And as always, please give us a like and subscribe if you can. And share with your friends who are also into nerdy stuff. This has been an episode of Spoiler Spoiler Alert. Alert. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Bye.
1: 41 minutes.